0: Um, I have <laughs> a new foster dog and she's a husky and my allergies are slowly killing me. Well, um, so that's what's happening on my end. What's going on with you, Maddie? I'm here. I'm alive. I'm breathing. You know, just be usual. Oh, I gotta change my background. Yep. If you the want. Masses, we um, change our Skype background to represent the Thing we're recording um if you're listening on the podcast yeah yeah that's what's up. you know so. just for fun daddy who did we re- record on this episode andy so we recorded with andy he
1: is a friend of mine we went to high school together and did theater and choir together um he's now a color what's the name of his job he thinks he's like the only one in the world cause he has looked online and he can't find anyone else with the, the same job title, not to spoil the episode, but yeah, we'll um, hear you'll hear him tell you what his job actually is, which I think is very cool, but he's also a movie aficionado and has his own podcast called odd trilogies um, where they dissect and discuss the structure of true trilogies as well as just sets of threes of movies. And, um, We did a lot of chatting about films, uh, our hometown, and just life in general.
0: Yeah, it was good. It was a nice episode, well-rounded, had a lot of questions in it. Um, Mm -hmm. I love a movie buff when we have a movie buff on. That's, like, my favorite. And when we have one of your friends on, it's usually, like, me finding out new information about every subject I've ever thought of. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So,
1: uh, sit back, relax, and enjoy the episode. We'll see you at the end. Andy Carr here. <laughs> Welcome to Pod.
2: It's I'm happy to be here. It's exciting because I I've listened to in in the episodes I've listened to, I found myself wanting to like join the conversation. <gasps> so now I get to join the conversation.
0: I well, love that. Yeah. you're gonna try it's hard to get around the two of yeah. us talking but yeah now that i'm we'll here see. i
2: won't say a single word that's yeah it'll,
0: it'll be so hard but yeah. <gasps> guess what everyone right. hit record if you haven't because you know oh, I, didn't. I, I did
2: it i did but i've been no. recording
0: yep. there oh, we wow. go we're all we're all up to speed now everything's good <sighs> Oh, Hannah. Um,
1: Well, yeah, welcome to the show. We have Andy here with us. Um, Andy's a friend of mine, but him and Hannah have already, you know, learned everything about each other in the last 10 minutes, so
2: I'd say... Kind of one-sided. She's learned everything about me, and I'm still in the dark. That's fair.
1: It's okay. It'll take, like, 10 minutes of knowing her,
0: and you're like, oh, I get it.
2: It's, yeah, one paragraph.
0: Exactly. That's all you need. It's short, (laughs) sweet, to the point. (laughs) <laughs> Very straightforward. What are you gonna do?
1: Yeah. How's your week going,
2: Andy? Uh it's going pretty well. Um Yep. uh not a whole <laughs> no. lot to report. Uh Still this fair. is probably the most interesting thing I do this week. So Ooh, And to me, I that's pretty that. interesting. Um I did watch Clerks Three last night, which oh, is yes. probably gonna be the low point of the week. Mm. But yeah.
0: Wait, is that black and white?
2: No. Well, is the first one. Yes, the first one is, and the second one is not, and then the third one is mostly in color with sequences in black and white.
0: Okay, interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Do we know who the wanted... director is?
2: Yes, it's uh, Kevin Smith. He's he made all of them. Yeah.
0: Sorry, I haven't. You're okay. Clerks and I You're have good. a very traumatic past that I can't report on this podcast
2: oh, okay. until
0: we're much more famous. Oh, <laughs> well, Logan
2: and I should have had you on as the guest for our episode.
0: Yes, absolutely. Oh, because it's a trilogy. Which? Yes. Which what? Enough. Okay. Oh, right, well, right. we'll just jump right into that part then.
1: Okay. Um. So you watched a movie. It's a trilogy. You have a podcast called odd trilogies I can't talk correct. um correct
2: pronunciation yeah <laughs>
1: She's got um it. and how long have you and Logan I know Logan he went yeah. to school with us actually right but um went to high school with us but how long have you two been working on your pod
2: uh so we just celebrated two years back in August um and we're just past the 50 episode mark nice. uh we we operate on a a little slower schedule than you guys um, but that's we fair. do have to watch a trilogy of films for every episode so i guess that's yeah. added investment um, but yeah he came to me during i mean we're good friends we see each other all the time but he came to me during the height of the pandemic and mm-hmm. you know we were one of the few people in each other's lives that we were seeing at that time because we lived close to each other and we weren't doing anything else. So we just hung out a lot. And, uh, he was like, Hey, uh, you and I both love movies and love writing and talking about movies and have Mm -hmm. spent hours of our evenings talking to each other about movies. Why don't we buy microphones and turn it into a podcast? And I was like, okay, that would be cool. Um, but me being the like, stickler that I am was like I don't really want to just be you know two more white guys just chatting about movies because there's so many of those so like let's find an angle Mm -hmm. Um, and then he was like what if we talked about trilogies and I was like okay but then we're gonna have like 10 episodes and be done with it because like how many trilogies are there Um, so he wrote down a list on a piece of college ruled paper of 150 trilogies and was like we can start here. And I was like, "Oh my god, okay, we we will do this." Um, And since then, we've only uh, made the list longer. Wow! Even even as we've as we've checked off movies, because what we realized in, I mean, okay, I I should explain the the like premise of the podcast is not just let's talk about trilogies. It's like let's talk about. Movies in sets of three Whether or not they were meant to be official Trilogies Mm, Um, So it's kind of a podcast about The strange interconnectedness Of film and so we might look At a director's filmography and be like Oh he made three movies about The same thing or three movies With this actress you know And then Mm. that's an interesting story Going in between Those three movies behind the scenes And on, on camera and that sort of thing And so um we talk about that and we also do like real trilogies too like the spider-man trilogy yeah if there's an interesting story to tell like across those three not just the story in the movie but the story of how it got made or whatever we have a lot of trilogies that are like the odd thing about this trilogy is the fact that it's a trilogy like how did this get three movies kind of thing um so that's, yeah, that's that's the gist of it, and we're both still really enjoying it. Um, I thought for sure I'd burn out, but we're still yeah.
1: here. Yeah, that was my first question about y'all's pod anyway, is that I've the episodes I've li- listened to are true trilogies, uh-huh. um, and I didn't realize that you were doing, I mean, just like interconnected, you know, whether it's three actresses or three shows about time travel or three, you know, whatever it is, that's such a great way to, like, expand what a trilogy is, right? But I never would have guessed that he could have pulled over a 100. like.
2: Yeah, I mean, and that was before we even put our heads together. That was just, hey, right. like, I'm going to prove to Andy that we can do this.
1: That this is worth it. And, it, yeah. I mean, it is a great kudos to you for not just being another person with a podcast because oftentimes I feel like just another person with a podcast but I'm like you know what here here
2: we are well and it's like at the making end of the day, that. it's it's you guys you guys are the podcast right. and it wouldn't be the podcast without you guys um so well, I mean it's and, all it's all fair and we're all here you know you're doing it because you want to do it and because it's fun for you and that's why we're doing it and who cares totally if else is doing something similar
1: And we know so many people that are doing cool things like odd trilogies where it's like we want to be able to share that with our friends and family and network so that they know about the cool things the other cool people in our lives are doing. Because there's just so much of it.
2: Yeah, I mean, when you, gosh, was it two years ago when you first like told me you were trying Mm. to do a podcast and you were like, the whole the you know premises we have people on who we know who do interesting things. Um mm-hmm. I just thought that was a really cool thing of just like using your social resources of like I've yeah. made a lot of cool relationships with a lot of cool people and I want to talk about them because they're interesting.
1: Absolutely. And yeah, it's
2: inherently a a little bit of flattery to invite somebody on. So there you go, you've built it in.
1: Absolutely. And it's I mean, it's free marketing for other True. people too. In True. a lot of ways, it's like we're promoting it. It is there for you to share. It's you know, and I yeah. think that,
2: yeah, well, you I'm are, glad
1: you feel you that guys
2: way. Are t- Ten times the uh, marketing presence that we are. I following your guys' <laughs> accounts is just like wow, they're they're on top of it. And meanwhile, Logan and I like tweet once every two weeks like hey here's a new episode
0: <laughs> you don't you don't understand it's how one a... how manic we are and two <laughs> how absolutely horrible we feel about ourselves and think we're doing a horrible job so it's the... really good to hear that
2: you feel that way well the most important part is the the episode itself and the the oh. you know the podcast experience and from what I've listened to it you guys have a really fun Pod and you have fun people on and they seem to have fun and so far you know there's still time but I'm having fun um, oh, <laughs> <There's don't>. gonna, <laughs> there is
0: still time <laughs> I don't like how high, I don't like that we started this high up we gotta come down <laughs> for sure start way lower yeah we, we gotta lower the bar <laughs> Um, what has
1: been your favorite episode of your podcast so far that you've done
2: what trilogy um, well yeah Logan and I thought a lot about this on like back in august we did like a little special to celebrate two years Mm -hmm. and just kind of talk about the pod so far and that was one of the things that we kind of got into is like what are what's kind of the best thing we've done so far and i mean the the best trilogy we've watched just the movies themselves is easily um richard linklater's before trilogy Uh, Before Mm -hmm. Sunrise, Before Sunset, and Before Midnight. If you haven't watched them, do they are the best romance films ever made. Mm -hmm. Um, They're just awesome. Um, Yeah. And that, I mean, that's just because they're great movies. And I think the episodes we did on them were really great too. If for no other reason than they're great movies and there's a lot to talk about.
0: Yeah. Um, But I also think
2: that maybe we did like way way early on we did um the cars trilogy like the pixar movies, yeah, yeah. um and i think that that turned out really well just because i mean that was our first time doing a whole trilogy in one episode because our our original format was one episode per movie so it'd take three uh. episodes to do a trilogy and that kind yeah. of felt like we were really dragging it out and like Mm -hmm. because we were doing 90 minute episodes about one movie and then yeah we figured out we could do an entire trilogy in that amount of time and still make it you know uh, worthwhile
0: isn't it it crazy how much you could talk for you know what i mean about a movie like Mm -hmm. i could talk forever about a movie you know i would have to have a limit someone (laughs) would have to put a timer and have to put a top on it I was going to yeah. ask you, we just watched Cars the other day, and there <laughs> was, I, really, I did, and I watched Cars 2, just for fun, but I uh, could not yeah. bring myself to watch Cars 3. I just couldn't. Um, <laughs> but those two movies, at at least the first one for sure, is such a good movie. It really is.
2: The first one's really fun, and I should say, I know you didn't have the stomach for the third one, but no, maybe the best of the trilogy. You Ooh.
1: Think. Yeah,
2: I mean two. I don't know what you thought about it. Two is kind He's of a tough. low point sure. for me. I mean, absolutely, they blow up London. Like I, that doesn't belong in a Cars movie.
0: No, it's so intense. It's yeah. such an intense I an mean, action in the,
2: movie. In the like first ten minutes, the Michael Caine car like kills people. Like just yeah. blows up cars, and it's like it's like what? what am I watching?
0: This is why. As a child, my mom told me this, it could be completely wrong, incorrect, but I'm going to tell you anyway and it's going to be on the podcast forever. <laughs> she used to say that when people would go to like the doctor and say that their kids having like nightmares, to stop watching Disney movies and like Pixar movies because they have such in- and like intense scenes in them and if you think about like the old school Disney movies, they're yeah. all like pretty intense- scary that. at certain times. And I was like, Mom, that totally makes sense. And I was like, is that just maybe why we weren't allowed to watch certain things? Do you know what I mean? So I really don't know. But could be right, could be wrong. And
2: now here we are, we're all snowflakes because we weren't allowed to watch Disney movies. Well, right. It's their fault. Who raised us?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Right? We didn't come here by ourselves. Oh, my gosh.
2: We could get into generational trauma for a whole episode if we wanted.
0: Listen, I'll put it on the list right now. The we night is young. Immediately. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, I I'll s- wipe this whole list of questions <laughs> out and just put generational trauma.
1: Did we all see the TikTok that was going viral of the woman a couple days ago? That was like the last great Americans were born in the 60s and they are all now 60s and 70s and or like bec- that old and da da da. And, was crying like in a great clips about this. I mean, I don't know where she really was. It oh, looked so this, like a great
2: clips, but was like like a, like a candid recording, not like. Yes, she oh, was okay.
1: literally like crying about how we're <laughs> throwing America in the garbage can. <laughs> like,
0: Listen, we are, but I think she thinks for different reasons.
1: Well, and she exactly, and I hate to be the person that I'm like. If you hate people younger than you you are to blame partly right right Right? like gen z is the the reason they are the way they are is because millennials were a certain way like we were their older siblings gen x was our older siblings Mm -hmm. you know it's like it's so funny how people are like i kids these
0: days yeah you raised us
2: yeah we only do so much yeah and it's like i mean not even just parents you know it's like if you existed 50 years ago you helped create the culture and the society that we're now existing in and Mm -hmm. that's what we developed from
0: you voted them in yeah and now we have them until they die (sighs) which is evidently never correct but anyway to continue on i just wanted to say i also started the hobbit trilogy oh fun because i also, I'm going to watch the Lord of the Rings trilogy mm-hmm. so that I can watch the new Lord of the Rings show. So I'm on oh, a yeah. journey, and I think it's so universally interesting that I've watched maybe 45 minutes, so please, we can't get into it, of The Hobbit. Um, the
2: first one? like The the first one. I, yeah.
0: Yeah. So I really, I mean, there's nothing to say. But I am going to, because you had a well, Lord of the Rings. Well, thanks for bringing it up. No, because um, you had a Lord of the Rings trilogy.
2: We did episode? a Hobbit trilogy episode, yeah. You did, too? Just the Hobbit. We didn't do Lord of the Rings.
0: Nice. I'm gonna yeah. watch... Are there Monster four of Lord, Lord of the Rings?
2: Three no. three Lord of the Rings plus three Hobbit movies. Oh. I well, clarified with Emmett. I was that's more so scared. You said animated movies? Oh. Yeah, from, like, the 70s, like, uh, Rankin-Bass, like, the people who made the mm-hmm. Rain uh, Rudolph movie. They did yes. the Lord of the Rings movie back in the seventies and it was scary.
0: Like the claymation Rudolph?
2: They made no. that, yes. Yes. Oh. But the um the Lord of the Rings thing they did was just traditional animation.
0: Oh, okay, cool. Really interesting. interesting. God, I love talking to people that know stuff about movies. It's my favorite topic. Oh, I'm so excited.
2: You sound like a prime guest in the making. She we is. Just, She's seen tell. a lot of movies.
0: Yeah, I have, and I'll watch any movie.
2: Good, that's except for Cars Three.
0: No, I can't.
2: (laughs) You can't because of Cars Two, or because, okay.
0: But you did say Cars Two is a low point, so Mm -hmm. I will watch it because it was kind of like Stranger Things season two. I watched half of it, and I was like, I can't watch this anymore. And then everyone says it comes back around. Yeah. So I'm like, I think I gotta just get through it. So I'll watch Cars Three.
2: That's, I promise. You should yeah, and okay. it's it's uh, like the Lightning McQueen's not even the main character. It's like his protege. This young, uh, this young girl wants to race, and he t- trains her on how to race.
0: Love it. Love that it's a girl. We love when it's empowering women. We love
1: it. All it took was two other movies <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> to get it has here. To be. Yep. <sighs> I don't know if I... I feel like I had to have
2: seen two, but
1: I don't know if I've ever seen three. Yeah, yeah I can't...
2: I never what? saw it until we did it for the... Palms. Yeah, until you did it for the show.
0: What's the name... Do you remember the name of the car? What the girl's name is? Uh,
2: this question. Um, no, I want to say... I want to say Cassie, but that's probably wrong.
0: Wait, maybe.
2: She's yellow. Hmm.
0: I'm look. She's yellow.
1: What has been the worst uh, trilogy you've reviewed? Oh.
2: Um,
1: or it doesn't have to be, like, it was bad. You can just say it wasn't. Oh. Yeah.
2: yeah, well, I mean, the worst... I would say the worst overall experience between the movies <laughs> and the talking about them on the episode <laughs> combined... Um, our first... Our first holiday season we did the Odd Nutcracker trilogy which we chose wow. three different three different cinematic adaptations of the Nutcracker
0: uh-huh. Barbie
2: and the Nutcracker um uh, a a like 2009 French blockbuster adaptation of the Nutcracker Ooh. and a uh what was the one Disney did in like the, 2015 yeah. um Nutcracker War for Cybertron or something, I don't know. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, Nutcracker in the Four Realms, that's it. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, the Disney one at the end was the best of them, but even that was like just a bleh, mediocre movie. And the other two, I mean, Barbie and the Nutcracker, I, I didn't want to slag on too much because it's like it's a home video film promoting toys for young children. Like, yeah, I didn't expect much from it. The real kicker was the French one. Um it's like two and a half hours long and there's a bunch of scary like CGI rap people in it and it just drags on forever and becomes like weirdly political and like scary and gross and it's just all the acting's terrible. Um and then we got to the episode and it was like, what do we even say? These are just right. bland, boring movies.
1: Yeah. Um,
2: so it was tough to watch, tough to record. A zero out of ten would not recommend.
0: What is the one? Okay. Wait. Just to let the listeners know. Tell us. The answer is Cruz Ramirez. Cruz. The yellow car. Cruz. Cassie was close.
2: C-R-U-Z, I think. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. Sorry, right, Maddie,
1: go. okay, this is a deep cut, and you guys might not be there with me. Okay. What Nutcracker adaptation is there, where there's like actual nuts involved playing like and like household type items, I think playing mm. i have mm. this is a deep cut from my <laughs> memory bank,
0: and That's- I think it's like is there a big christmas tree usually
2: i mean that's in most of them
0: like i'm thinking
1: it's like veggie tales but it's not veggie tales
2: oh i think we almost did we almost did that as part of the trilogy and then couldn't find it or something um let me see here
0: interesting I, I riff while you guys look so yeah. I guess what we can talk about is that I think recently oh I did go see the Nutcracker in a small children's performance at a nearby theater Love know, it. I saw huh. random children with my mother um, perform and we didn't know anybody did you know <laughs> any of the oh the nuttiest Nutcracker
2: the nuttiest Nutcracker yes was that uh who did that was that like disney or something
1: um i got to
2: find it now i just found poster right art the net, i see it Harris? now oh it's like Columbia 3d like, like cg okay it really yeah, is yeah like, it I'm is just,
1: very much veggie tales it
2: is it.
0: veggie tails
1: i had this video as a child and like loved it <laughs>
2: It's got oh. Jim Belushi in it. As yeah. original the Mouse King. Oh and Cheech God. Marin. Wow. They, it. Oh. Yes. It
0: looks Jim like Cummings. A, wow,
2: he shows up and everything.
0: It looks like there's a Jamaican nutcracker nut. Yeah, I'm pretty I'm scrolling sure... i through pictures. I'm pretty sure that's a... Uh, I, don't, I don't know what it's called. But I think Do that's... You, Go ahead. I was just gonna say, do you want to turn this episode into a holiday one and then just hold it until no. what, are there <laughs> Christmas trilogies? What's up? Uh The Santa
2: Claus. Yeah, we did that <gasps>
0: one. I actually am featured in that movie. What? Yeah.
2: In I what am form?
0: I am the little boy <laughs> in the movie.
2: The one whose parents are getting divorced? Yes. Oh.
0: That's I am Charlie.
2: D- okay. We
0: looked identical. I had the same brown haircut and I think our faces <laughs> look similar and it's just wow. traumatizing but very similar.
2: <laughs> was your dad as much of an asshole as Tim Allen in that movie?
0: Just as no, Tim my Allen. my dad. <laughs>
2: Wait, <laughs> your,
0: isn't
2: Was your dad Tim Allen? Um...
0: I was going to say, but didn't Tim Allen do home improvement? Yes. Yes. Very similar to my dad in that aspect. Mm. My dad was a carpenter, Uh-oh. but otherwise I I not similar. Very kind man. Well, Correct. I was in the Santa. Your dad clause. was
2: Tim Allen from Home Improvement.
0: Yes, my dad okay. was not Tim Allen from the actual uh, movie. He's much nicer than that. I'm wondering. That's good. Here, this is. Oh, I put a picture of Charlie in this. I wonder if I can show you but that's Charlie and that's me as a small boy.
1: <laughs>
2: Lift it a little I higher.
1: Okay. Yeah, that cut is
2: almost identical. Wow. That's
0: what I'm saying. It's I wish you could see our faces cuz we both have big eyes. So, we'll be using that for promo
2: material yeah. for
0: this episode. <laughs> Absolutely. You guys go to our Instagram and you'll see it.
2: <laughs> that's impressive. No, but I was going to say it would have been a a tragedy if your dad was like Tim Allen in the Santa Claus because that's the most shocking thing about that movie, or at least the first movie, is how grim it is. Like it's just a sad, pathetic divorce movie.
0: It is, and I love it. I fucking love that movie. I'm so sorry. I (laughs) love that movie. It's like my favorite Christmas movie.
2: Yeah. No, White Christmas. White
0: Christmas is my first, but Santa Claus is is definitely the Santa Claus. Yes.
2: With an E I, on the end. Never forget.
1: Okay.
2: Um, Speaking of white Christmas, have you ever seen Black Christmas? Yes. That's a good one. Is this scary? So. No, not at all. What about? Uh, it's like a sorority party on Christmas.
1: It's like a slasher film. Okay. Isn't it is scary. scary. I
2: was yeah, he
1: was kidding. It. <laughs> <laughs> it's was is like, it a
0: no. remake?
2: Oh, there are there are actually three of them. We did that trilogy too.
0: <laughs> oh my God! Um, nice.
2: I was refer- I'm recommending the like 1974 version. it's like a proto slasher, like pre Halloween, pre Friday the 13th. It's a lo-fi creepy movie that's weirdly progressive, especially compared to the two remakes. Which you should not watch.
0: Oh, interesting. I
1: didn't oh, see the re- the most recent remake.
2: The yeah, the one with uh Imogen Poots.
0: Mhm. Did you do um a Star Is Born?
2: Um. Do you count? We have we haven't we uh we have that on the list. Like although that. unfortunately, I think there's four, so yeah. we'd have to like bend the rules for that, oh, which we've done. Yeah. We we've sometimes we'll do like. I mean, especially if it's not like an official, you know, one, two, three trilogy. We'll like
0: yeah.
2: take three films and do that as an episode. And then if there's one also related film, we'll do like a little bonus episode about that. Kind of we yeah. call it a frequel.
1: A frequel.
2: Yeah. I love that. And that's I mean, frequels just ties into our branding, because, like odd trilogy's the logo looks like an old sci fi mm-hmm. horror movie. So freequel, I love that. Or whatever.
1: Oh,
0: oh I love it. Uh, we have we have none. Um, I have a question for you because it's what on I my miss. list. Do you have a dog?
2: No, but I have three cats. <gasps>
0: um, I love cats. I, I
2: think I just heard one throwing up. So,
0: Dude. um, love yeah. that.
2: Um, but no, yeah, we have we have three, and they're wonderful. Uh, we our place isn't that big, so like three cats is a lot, but yeah. they're great, so it's worth it. Um, yeah. Odin, Patchy, and Dirt. Um, dirt <laughs> <laughs> Dirt is named as such because she looks like dirt. She's like a like a diluted tortie, if you know what that looks like. Um, yeah. She looks like a mud puddle, so she's dirt.
0: That's so funny. I and have. She,
2: and she's got a chain smoker voice because she was a stray, and I'm pretty sure she like got pneumonia or something at a young age. Um, so she sounds like a chain smoker. She's like, Meh.
0: oh my god, that's so that's so sad, but also very cute and funny.
2: Oh, she's perfectly healthy. She's just, voice she just good.
0: She has a raspy voice. Yeah, silly. I understand that with my voice. I was gonna say I have a list of dog names that I want, and if I get oh. a certain color dog. I want to name it Mud, because they really look like muddy, like dogs. Yeah. So, we'll see. We'll see what happens.
1: I think Dirt is such a funny name.
0: Dirt is so funny. (laughs) And it just
1: reminds me, which segues nicely, um, of being in high school, in which we called people (laughs) literally
2: DIRTS. (laughs) Dirties, DIRTS, yeah. That's... Yeah, oh I mean, God. it's it's kind to of to be things sometimes to look back on how we treated each other.
1: Those were think. the kids that stood outside Taco Bell
0: smoking during right. lunch. You I, know yeah. what I mean? So, yeah. like... The ones I dated. I understand. I knew the picture immediately. Absolutely. However, we also
1: had a place called Cancer Corner at one point.
2: Yeah. Yes! Like that Cancer Corner, the Taco Bell with the cigarettes?
1: Well, Cancer Corner used to be on... when it have been home avenue that's on like the gym side it was yeah. in one of it was technically one of the like yards of one of the oh, homes over there yeah, yeah, yeah. and when our sibling when he has an older brother i have a older yeah. sister that uh went to school together we went to school regardless um yes, sure. when they were in school it was still over there but then that house got like someone new bought it or whatever yeah. and was like get off my land so then that's when they really scooted over to taco bell for
0: good we had um, a corner that people smoked at too that was right across the street from the high school because it was like you had to be off property so they would go off property just enough just enough just enough
1: listen if you were one of those people that we called those names i'm sorry
2: yeah Uh, no i mean my my girlfriend emma she we went to high school together but i didn't know her Mm -hmm. um and she was more likely than not in the group of people that i would have referred to as dirts back then yes Um, can we get her opinion really really had to eat it what
1: can we get her opinion on us uh as a collective calling them all dirts? (laughs) what were you
0: guys if they were dirts what were you guys
1: I cannot say the word I probably was because I was a theater and choir kid and it probably started with an F.
2: Wait, people called girls that and. No, but
1: like that would have been the slur for anyone involved with like our stuff.
2: I mean, that was absolutely my moniker being on the cross country team and in choir and in theater. Yeah. Um, But also on the cross-country team we were very big into calling each other that so we like owned it which is not you know we aren't you know it's like me saying i'm gonna claim the n-word or something like i can't do that but um yeah can
0: someone chat me what the word is is it the f word (laughs) but not yeah it's not
2: not the the four (laughs) letter word yeah the six letter word
0: yes okay or three
2: Oh, correct. True.
0: Yeah. You can True.
1: shorten it, I guess.
2: Yep. If you wanted. Regardless. Well, s- yeah. <laughs>
0: Go ahead. <laughs> oh, you're fine. Wait, yeah. I have one question. Yes. Uh-huh. Did track ruin running for you, or do you run now still?
2: Um I wouldn't say it ruined running for me. I don't currently run. Um, but uh yeah, I ran for 12, 11, 12 years because I went on and ran into college. Um, And it definitely burnt me out. I mean, by the time I graduated college, I was like not putting even 50% in. Um, And I was focused on other things, school and that sort of thing. Um, And when I graduated, I didn't run for like two years. Like I didn't run a step. Um, And so now, I mean, this summer, I kind of started running a little bit, but I haven't gotten like. I haven't properly gotten up on the horse you know i I, I bought new shoes and i ran a few times and now i feel better about myself
1: that's all you need new shoes and a few runs and you're back baby
2: exactly
0: um go ahead i just want to know what brand of shoes you bought
2: Mm. um you don't have
0: to say it yeah are those your shoe
2: of choice yeah, I, I found Saucony, like, junior year of high school and stuck with them all through college, so nice. they've worked out well for me. I mean, I say that, but I've had three injuries in them, but I've never okay. associated the injury with the shoe, but maybe that's just an obstinate thing on my part.
0: Until this <laughs> moment right now? Yeah, yeah.
2: It's like, oh. <laughs> Wait a minute.
0: I maybe I... I... Yeah. <laughs> that's so funny. Well, good. Yeah. We love discovering new things on the pod. How great mm-hmm. um w- wait, so were you guys how did you guys know each other in
2: high school? Uh, well, I don't really know how we got to know each other. I know how we like got closer, but like so I don't know how
1: we met. yeah, so Andy is a year younger, um, and his brother is two years older than me, oh, me. yeah oh. No, you're just a year older than me. Um, And yeah. And so his brother was a junior when I was a freshman and we did theater together, but he was working solely backstage. Um, And then sophomore year, he ended up auditioning for a production of the crucible and was in that. But Andy, you started right away. I think right
2: yes and actually yeah now now that you say that I had I'd forgotten about my brother um uh, yeah no I 100% knew who you were because of him because he had like mentioned you and a bunch of other people's names in random conversations at home and that sort of thing and so then my freshman year I started on the the tech crew in his footsteps and I, I pretty soon you probably came over and talked to me because i was Luke' bro- luke's little brother um yeah and if, when when he was in high school with us uh i feel like his and my shtick was to like berate you and mm-hmm. to, like you know tag team and make fun of you and that was the shtick and then he left and then i was like maybe i actually want to be her friend
1: yeah and it was very like i don't really remember the first time i met you tragically no. um
2: I, it was probably but,
1: remarkable but it definitely i mean you would have let's see what would have been the show in the fall of my sophomore year white christmas
2: yeah i was the Love. spot i was one of the spotlights and mm-hmm. a snow machine you know?
1: <gasps> and then that spring his brother did uh the crucible. crucible and they were really stressed out because his brother handled a ton of the tech stuff normally for shows and because he was <laughs> in it he couldn't so i think you got a bunch of stuff like thrown at you that year maybe i'm wrong
2: uh, but i feel
1: like you were very quickly involved in everything
2: yeah, well actually it wasn't really that show because the spring most years, the spring, I was, like, less involved because um, track, track actually was more of a conflict with theater than cross-country was in the fall. So right. in in the spring, I was always less involved in theater. Um, and so I think I ended up ushering the Crucible or something because I, like, told John I wanted to be involved. And John Johnson, yeah. our uh, department director, um, he was like, well, yeah, you can fill seats. Um But uh, yeah, it was sophomore year then because then he left kind of a gap in the the tech roster after he left because he did so much. And I think John really took a liking to me and I really took a liking to theater and kind of the running gag in high school was that I would not show up to like early tech stuff. Like when the (laughs) play was first coming together because I was doing cross-country stuff. And then when I got to what we called running crew which was when you guys were actually rehearsing and we were like live doing the the tech runs then I would show up and John would give me a spot on running crew and everybody was like this guy's back yep <laughs> um and I guess it was because I knew what I was doing but uh yeah. it, that was always that was always funny because it was like I was I was a a back half player yeah
1: That's well yeah time to do it and so he did, um, he worked crew for stuff. And then the last two years I was there, you were in jazz with me or just
0: one year? Uh,
2: it was just your senior year. Cause I tried just, out okay. and got in my junior year. So I had a year with you and then another year after you were gone, um, which gotta say, the year with you was a lot more fun but of course you know, it was um, wait you so, both were
0: in jazz
2: we were in jazz choir
0: yeah like did you guys go to your younger schools and perform or no
2: uh we might have done some like it was mostly like churches and elderly homes like, And like luncheons, and
1: but that year, we, I mean, in general, the jazz choir is typically the favorite of the choirs Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. it's one, the most like musically advanced, but two, it's typically the smallest group. So Mm -hmm. you're, it's easier to like get people out of class and go on field trips and yada yada, whatever. So it's, yeah, especially, especially that year that my senior year, we, I was not in class ever, I felt like. <laughs> I mean, I was in only theater class, uh, choir classes basically anyway. But like, we missed so... There was one month, I remember, where it was like we were gone every Wednesday or Tuesday. Like, there was some day that we were consistently gone and I did have a teacher that was like, you can't, you can't. <laughs> you can't. <laughs> I think it was Stoltz and it yeah, was okay. regarding music theory. Because like half his class would be gone when... Yeah. or i guess maybe just me and daniel but yeah was daniel in that choir
2: he was but not when you were there
1: oh that makes sense it would have been after
2: wait no yeah he and mariel were never in it at the same time Mm -hmm. Um, no i don't think so either he was just in show choir with us yeah i always yeah i i some of my fondest high school memories are jazz choir um I just felt really lucky to be a part of that because I was like not, I mean, you guys were all A, talented and B, had done a lot of work in, you know, you'd done a lot of formal music training yeah. and you'd been in choirs for years. I did like chamber choir in sixth grade and then tried out for jazz choir in high school because my brother did it once again um, and got in, I don't maybe maybe just because Janie liked my brother, but, um, but I got in and I stayed in and I'm really glad I did.
1: Yeah. I, I was in choir with your brother too, now that I'm remembering oh,
2: wow. Yeah. and
1: because I was in, that was the first, you could only audition to be in it sophomore through senior year. And so my sophomore year, his senior year, we were in jazz together and that was the year that they did. The girl, they did a bigger group than they normally did because they had a lot of talented people. So they ended up doing like a girls' group and a guys' group as well as the full group. And the girls did a couple songs, but the guys did a John Williams a cappella, like piece thing that your brother, I think, is the one who ended up, he was the one that like brought it to the group and was like, guys, we should do this. Um, And that was really good. And then. They sang Calendar Girls, the song. <laughs> and I remember your brother, every time, whatever his line was, his solo, I just giggled. I loved it <laughs> so much. Don't ever tell him I said that. I
2: if mean, you're listening. Yeah, I'll tell him not to listen to the episode.
1: <laughs> no, <laughs> I, I love the Car brothers.
0: <laughs> They're... Uh, They're
1: a good group. And then my senior year, my boyfriend in high school is very good friends with Andy. So we spent a decent amount of time together. Went to prom together in the same group. Correct. Went to...
2: Which was, I will say, better, the more fun of the two prom groups I had in high school.
1: I'm just sensing a theme here.
2: Yep,
0: yep. It's that Libra energy and Sagittarius rising, right? That'll do it. Soon. It is. Wait, it can we just, can we touch on it? Can we talk about it? Listen, we can we can We,
2: get we, can, the we, can we should, we should the probably astrology. pause the, the high school so Hannah can be involved. Yeah,
0: yeah
1: you're right. Please. I'll stop <laughs> living in my... About... No, yeah, we're I living in the past, Maddie.
2: <laughs> just... I'm living in my
0: glory days over here. <laughs> oh my God, I love it. No, I love it. I've always, I always wanted to be in like the stage crew. Um, yeah. But I was in basketball. For the first two years, and then everyone was like besties by then, and I had no talent or skills, so I couldn't be in it. You know what I mean?
2: I mean, you so, could have.
0: That's the tragedy of my life. No, you couldn't. You could not. Not at my school. It was crazy. Oh,
2: like high entry point? <laughs> it was
0: like, no, it was more just like uh basketball was incredibly demanding on your oh yeah. schedule, so then you couldn't really do any other extracurriculars yeah bad um we'll, we're gonna cut me saying that extracurriculars can you say it one <laughs> more time no i'm gonna continue on um can you spell it so, and use it in a sentence <laughs> manny you said you know something about his chart which sign do you know just i his
1: son
2: that's like remember? my normal one right
0: yeah that's the normal one He's your favorite. That's why I was wondering. He's your least favorite. Oh, uh,
1: he's a cancer. Uh, that's yeah. the worst one. It's not no. okay. It's not at all. My no. mother Obje- is a cancer. Objectively,
2: <laughs> we just like tier. to shit
1: on them because uh, I don't know. I do actually love a cancer. Like I think they're great, but I kind of think they're mean sometimes. Um, they're pretty emotional, but that's just sometimes.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. And it depends
2: on the
0: rest of your chart. It doesn't matter
2: what the okay. one. Well, here, speaking of the rest of my chart, we should I should figure that out. Hannah's done some research.
0: Oh, here. I will um also send it in the chat so you can I, I don't know.
2: I don't know myself beyond my cancer hood.
0: No, I didn't want to show you it until we got on the pod. Um, but uh the whole thing of it is you have a Capricorn moon. Oh. Um, and I think that's where you get a little grounded like level-headed if you will Mm -hmm. maybe not like
2: optionally i'm told i'm very level-headed yeah frustratingly so so that's that'll do it i
1: see
2: that that's the thing i never i've never really identified with the cancer shtick at least Mm -hmm. what i've read about it which is not that much but yeah yeah it was always they're like volatile and like sensitive and sensitive in a good way and a bad way and i feel like i'm sensitive in a good way but not necessarily in a bad way i don't have any bad qualities (laughs) is what i'm trying to say um yeah you're perfect right that we don't have we don't
0: have non-perfect people on this podcast oh
2: that's a qualification yeah yes Mm -hmm. okay um but no i yeah i never really got the cancer thing which is probably why i never really put much stock into like astrology and all that stuff but maybe my what did you say i'm capricorn yeah
0: capricorn moon but your rising Um, sign is actually a scorpio
2: and what's that mean oh
1: so okay so scorpios often will be like called the meanest they're also a water sign so that like leans into the watery emotional nature but it's not necessarily like a bad, th- like bad emotional. It's like in touch it's,
2: with emotions. Kind
1: yeah, of and I would right. say Scorpio is more honest about it versus Cancer. That's like, oh, I'm sad, but I'm gonna like, mask it and da 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 whatever. Mm-hmm. Versus a Scorpio, like if they're mad at you, you typically know. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, a lot of people will say they're mean, but it's just because they're sort of direct. Um, I think they are spicy. Mm-hmm. They, uh, they're they like the fire sign of the water signs, if you will. Okay. Um, so they're definitely the most, like, I would say out of the water signs, they're probably the most, like, adventurous and daring and kind of, like, outward. Um, You have a lot of water
2: in your chart. Yeah, you do. Yeah, that's very soggy.
1: A watery boy. Do you feel, do you love? Are you like an ocean person versus mountain
2: um,
0: versus city versus?
2: No, I I would say like, you know, if if I got a rank geography, I'm going like, sure. like, uh, city, mountain, ocean slash beach. Although I think I'd rather be on the open ocean than on a beach. But, but maybe, mm. that's, maybe that's because I've never been on the open ocean, and I think it sounds cool. Um, and because I think beaches are, like, boring and basic. and That's fair. Of them. Like, I enjoy a beach. <laughs> I enjoy a beach, you know. I mean, Emma and I went to Florida last year, and it was great and wonderful, yeah. and I was glad to be back down there. But it was also, like... Okay, next time I decide to spend a lot of money to go somewhere, I'm not going to spend it on a beach because I've been to every beach. Yeah. Yeah. And by every beach, I mean I've been to, like, three beaches. but
1: It feels like you've been to every beach when you've been to a couple beaches. I get it. I do get that.
2: Like, my compulsion when I'm in Florida is to go to the Everglades, not to the beach. Mm, I want to see alligators. So scary. That's still
0: weird. water though
2: it is what you're right that maybe hmm. scorpio is the fire of water alligators are the fire of water yeah, reptiles <laughs> absolutely so <laughs> yeah that's the truth it's do, science.
1: You, do you take a lot of showers
2: um, God, uh, how many days has it been? No, um, You're right. uh, <laughs> no, I feel like I take normal, maybe even like I like normal leaning abnormally low. Sure, that's fair. I can tell on myself. Um,
1: but like, here's the thing: we don't need to be showering as much. Like, rich true. people don't shower.
2: If you wipe your ass... Wasn't that a whole thing like last year or two years ago? Like It came out like, oh, Jake Gyllenhaal doesn't shower and Tom Holland and Zendaya don't shower.
0: Yeah, they're like,
1: but I get it because the question I'm starting was like, how often are you washing your hair? How often are you doing like a full shower? And I shower, I don't know. I like rinse myself
2: after I sweat a lot, but like... Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's like
2: it's more about I mean like a a a full shower is not required for every like hygiene routine, right? The important Absolutely. thing is you're brushing your teeth, you're washing your face, you're keeping your hair clean, you know. If you can do that on two, three showers a week, then and you're not stinky. Yeah, that's the
0: key. Then game over.
2: It's all right. it's all good. You're doing everything Checkmate water wasters.
1: What um water. Okay. So Capricorn is definitely like the the moon side of you is the analytical, type A, organized like
2: can, can grounded side something to me. Yes. Um, so, okay. So, like what would be I guess what is the relationship of like my sun to my moon and my rising? Like, like, why does it matter that I'm a cancer sun and a Capricorn rising as opposed to the alternative?
1: For sure. So your sun is like you, right? It's ego. It's existence. It's like basic. Um, moon is who you are on the inside. So it's Um. what people closest to you see in you. It's what you see in yourself. Um, but it's not necessarily how you present. And then your rising is what someone who is at a party sees and meets. If you're meeting someone for work, this is the conversation. Chances are people listening to you on this podcast, will, yes, we're getting a little more, you know, we're talking about this stuff. But as they listen to you, they would hear more Scorpio than Cancer or Capricorn, probably dependent. I mean, some people, and sometimes it's like they're close enough, like, Cancer and Scorpio both being water signs. Like, you're going to see a lot of similarities there. Mm -hmm. Um, And just, like, who you are in general and who you present to be. Um, And then from there, like, all the other uh, planets have purpose, if you will, for, like, what they mean and what they are. So, like, you know, it can be, like, your Jupiter effects, like, work. I think.
0: Am I making that up? No, I think you're right. I have to look at yeah. a full
1: list. I some of them I like have to compare as I'm going sure. through. I'm
0: not an actual astrologist, but maybe someday.
2: You're a hack.
1: I am a
0: hundred percent a hack. You could be saying anything right now. <laughs> These are
2: not peer-reviewed assessments that you're no. me. No. Um, do they peer review in astrology? Is that a thing? Do they well, do studies?
1: Yeah. I mean oh, okay. it's it's astronomy mixed with like... Right. It's,
2: interp- it's like because- it's interpreted astronomy. Yeah, okay.
1: Yeah, and at the same time, I mean, something I also like to remind people is like there is an evolved and an unevolved version of each sign. Yeah. So like when people say, oh, Geminis are two-faced, they're da-da-da-da-da, like that's an unevolved Gemini versus someone uh-huh. who has duality and is able to like see they two haven't developed
2: view. themselves properly.
1: right and okay. so that then plays into each part as well and if you're looking at your chart it is more of a a guide right for you to be like okay in my life I'm probably going to like karmically I'm a Libra so like Libras are known for being flirty for being romantically like ubiquitous and just sort of like being obsessed So looking at my life it's like okay i can acknowledge that like this is who i am but if i continue to make mistakes or like if i were cheating on people or whatever i would just be falling into that karmic cycle of like being an uninvolved Libra. versus i'm aware and i'm like oh this is my personality this is who i am but what is the like trauma you have to heal to get past that to then be like i can still be these things and do whatever else, and you don't necessarily. It's all different for, you know, different signs, different right.
2: And Hannah everything what are, but... What's your? or you? You don't know.
0: Um, unfortunately, yeah. I I do know, oh, and okay. it is not good. You're just not I proud am, of it. Okay. No, I mean it <laughs> couldn't be worse. I am a Leo, sun, and a Leo rising with a Sagittarius moon, so I am all fire in my big three, oh. and it's a lot to handle. Um, so we just keep it, we keep it on the DL.
2: Okay. Later, I'm, I'm going to like re-listen to this episode and I'm going to tell Emma like, okay, tell me if they're being these things that they're telling me they have.
1: (laughs) Well, Sagittarius moons, Hannah, uh, are cult leaders often. Oh.
0: Yeah. Similar, just so you know, someone who has a Sagittarius moon is Donald Trump oh so it's not great but right but we're here here. There is that cult following
2: here we are in the all caught up cult
0: yes that's the, the baby
2: influencer cult that's yeah. the goal for october you guys should change your handle from baby influencer org to baby influencer cult
1: a cult. Okay, here's the thing how do you claim cult status you know what i mean because a lot of cults yeah. don't want to be cults but it's like, like what if i would like to be one right. <laughs> yeah. i feel mm. like to be a cult you have to deny being one right <laughs> but, yeah but i'm trying to do the opposite you so, want it yeah. um <laughs> i mean it wouldn't be the worst cult to be a
2: part of maybe you need to get in touch with the spokespeople for some other cults see people. how they did it you know talk to the i don't know I the people in indiana Jonestown, PR team. Yeah, the sure <laughs> talk to some chart. grand wizards or whatever
1: oh good god <laughs> good lord
0: um that's terrifying speaking
2: of indiana um i thought you were gonna say speaking of grand wizards <laughs> i was like oh there's a whole segment okay <laughs> i knew
0: it no
1: i was just bringing up our racist past um what Uh-oh. was your favorite was part? Oh, no.
2: Okay, I think I'm back.
1: <gasps> Good. We didn't okay. lose you. I didn't lose you, at least. No. Um,
2: Speaking of Indiana.
1: What was your favorite part of growing up in Indiana?
2: Mm. I think... I think being in the Midwest, being in a relatively small town, uh, was, like, a healthy starting point to view the world from.
0: Because, like, Mm -hmm. I'm not,
2: like, I wasn't in the Deep South. I wasn't deeply cut off from other parts of society. You know, Indianapolis was not far away. Chicago was not far away. Um, I could kind of you know, feel the effects of other different types of societies around me and see that stuff playing out. And, um, I, I just think like the Midwest is a nice little kind of mix of everything. I mean, in the mm-hmm. most boring way, Totally. that, that boring, you know, viewpoint when, where you're at is boring, you get to see everything else that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And from a, from a removed perspective i feel like you know if i'd grown up in la la would be boring and bland and yeah. gray to me yeah. um and really i don't view my my hometown columbus indiana as boring i think it's a really cool small town uh, especially for southern indiana um mm-hmm. so i i feel fortunate to have grown up in the boring midwest in a nice little charming pocket of the boring midwest
1: yeah, I, I continually, the older I get and the further removed I am from Columbus, like, I don't want to go back there, necessarily, no. unless it's to just, like, be mayor or something. I don't know. We'll talk about it. But, like. <laughs> yeah. but like They
2: have a Pride Festival now.
1: I know they do. They And it continues to get better and it continues to evolve. But it's, it's not the worst place to have been from, no. by any means. And it's certainly not my least favorite. I've lived in several midwestern states now um and i don't know it's not the worst
2: <laughs> you guys not talked pretty low or like spoke pretty poorly of uh, wherever your college the, the town your college was in oh, on the last McCorm, episode but... yeah was that that was pretty rough was that bottom it just is way too small like that is
1: for me the fact that like target was 45 minutes away or like it was just very far removed our fast food choices were like we had stuff but not they got their first starbucks in a grocery store my senior spring Wow. and then they got another one that's like standalone and when i went back to teach um, a lot of stuff has been updated and it's kind of nice to step back into that like there's nothing here kind of Mm -hmm. place and it is a bit reflective or whatever but i could not go there for years on end again
0: <laughs> right
1: by no means um all right some rapid fire questions what is the best movie
2: oh just that's it that's the question that's the question best movie okay um to andy carr <laughs> sure well right yeah I mean, it's all, it's all objective. Mm -hmm. Um, No, uh, I, I, I mean, that's as somebody who loves movies and talks about movies and, oh God, I'm blurry, um, writes about movies all the time. It's for, for most of my life, it's been very hard to like pick a movie, like a favorite or a, the best or whatever. Um, But my answer for, like, the, the closest thing I could think of to a favorite movie for the longest part of my life was The Truman Show, uh, mm. the Jim Carrey movie. I just, I love, it. I mean, it's, it's funny in the Jim Carrey way that you want all Jim Carrey movies to be funny, but it's also incredibly, you know, dramatic and yeah. philosophical and uh, pretty to look at. And, like, I don't know, it just ticked all the boxes for me and I haven't seen it in years now. I watched the crap out of it in high school and college and haven't needed to revisit it because I just know it's good. But um, that that one just holds a special place in my heart.
1: I love that. I love that movie.
2: What of the fall
1: releases, movie-wise, are you most looking forward to? Um,
2: it could be well, fall, winter. Well, um, it's right around the corner and we talked about it on twitter but i am very excited for the weird owl movie
1: me um,
2: which was not a movie i was expecting to be very excited about i mean i i love weird owl Al. i always have mm-hmm. i love daniel radcliffe um but like and when they announced it i was like oh that's fun like that's a fun pairing and then the first trailer was like very ordinary mm-hmm. like oh They're actually trying to make a biopic of Weird Al. This is not right. Mm -hmm. And then the second trailer dropped recently. And it was like, you know, this is a parody. This is wonderful. This is exactly, it feels like Weird Al wrote it. And I don't think he did, but. um,
1: He might've been involved, but Oh, I'm sure he was, yeah. I agree. And I saw someone that I think either saw like a screener of it or something. There was an article out that was like, this might actually be the best movie of the year sort (laughs) of thing. And I, I'm here for it. I can't wait. I think it'll be really fun.
2: Yeah. Uh,
1: And then you obviously write about, talk about movies are so much your life. Tell us about what's it called? Yelp. Yep. Yep. Film Yap. What's it
2: called? uh, Film Yap. Yeah, that's the outlet that (laughs) I primarily write for. Um, That's where I got my um, my start as a non like I guess you would I guess you would call it a professional writer. I don't we don't make a living doing this. I should say that, but um, as a like non school affiliated writer, if that uh, clarifies um and so i've been writing for them since like 2017 and um they've been good to me and uh yeah it's just it's it's an indianapolis based uh movie film journalism website it's mostly reviews but they do other kinds of commentary and interviews and that sort of thing um and it's i don't know maybe a, a dozen or so writers involved um, but i think i'm I'm, of the people who are still there, I'm one of the longest standing editors. Maybe, maybe second to, or no, wow. maybe third, third in line. But um, yeah, that's the Film up. That's where I publish most of my reviews through. Occasionally, I'll write for uh, the Midwest Film Journal, mm-hmm. which is another Indiana based, but not Indiana limited um, organization. And yeah, then I have Odd Trilogies, which is my own baby. Sorry. I'm
0: literally, I can't Uh-oh, wait to listen.
2: I'm being
1: real. Um, all right, so last thing we'll talk about. So you're currently a color specialist?
2: Ah, Question mark? Yes. Um, I'm perhaps, maybe, potentially the only color specialist in the world. I haven't double-checked that, but I've never found another job listing called... Color specialist. Um, Incredible. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, I work I work for Rit dye, which mm-hmm. is the fabric dye company. If you've ever tie dyed something, oh you God. probably used Rit dye. Often. um so Yeah. Obsessed. Um. So all of their all of Rit dye, every single bottle is manufactured in Indianapolis at wow. the facility I work at. Um. That's awesome. And, i didn't
1: realize uh, they were based there
2: yeah at least i didn't, least, until, uh, I didn't yeah. know that until i got the job um, <laughs> yeah. and uh so i'm i work at the manufacturing facility where all the dye is made but i i'm not a part of the production team um i work in an office where i'm basically part of i'm like hybrid consumer support and quality control so mm. like most of my job is making sure our colors are like our yeah, every one of our dye colors is turning out properly on all the right materials um and like whenever uh you know a customer writes in or calls and is like hey i've got this really specific color i'm trying to achieve i will go back to our little lab and cook up a little combination of dye and try and figure out how they can get that color um so, and I'm I also kind of maintain our part of our website because we we actually have a library on the website of color formulas. Like, if you mix this much of this and this yep. much of that, Ooh. you get this color. Yep. Um, so I maintain that and try to make sure that it's updated. So it works. it's a lot of Just color theory you know. and a little bit of problem solving and that sort of thing.
0: Yeah. That's
1: cool. So, will you ever be able to invent your own color? <laughs>
2: um, I guess "invent" is a word you could use. Um, <laughs> kind of all colors already exist, right? Um, but I've named colors. I've, I've oh,
1: that's cool.
2: Yeah, I've uh, I've created formulas and named them and put them on the website, which I guess, at least in our library, is inventing color. Yeah, um, my first color I created for the job was a bright, uh, corally peachy color called electric anemone. Um, <laughs> yeah, I get, I, a, I feel like, a, you know, a, I, I was always envious as a kid of the Crayola, the people mm-hmm. who worked for Crayola and like who got to name all the crayons. So now I guess I'm living that dream.
1: That's so funny. That's cool. That's a really fun job. I yeah. saw a girl the other day that um on TikTok, like she's an influencer or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know what she does, but she was helping, I think it was Bear name Paints. And she like came up with a bunch of really garbage names for <laughs> it. It was like the whole gorilla marketing scheme that's popular right now of like, you know, just being a bad advertiser or whatever but it was very funny and I think that that would be a really fun job to like what does this look like what does it remind you of
2: well and you learn a lot about or I've learned a lot about like how much color plays into our or not color how much light plays into how everybody perceives color because like not only you and I could look at the exact same item in the same lighting at the same time on the same day and see two different colors because everybody's eyes are different. But even beyond that, like every different light source you use, you know, those, those light rays reflect and absorb differently on different materials. So we like actually have a machine that has like seven different types of light it can produce. So Um. you can, put something under there, like dye something, put it under there, switch between all the different lights, and see how it looks across each each different thing.
1: That's crazy. I mean, yeah, the stuff you don't think of until...
2: And then, of course, you know, people are always emailing their color requests, and they're sending their pictures on a computer screen and not factoring in mm. how that might look to me or how my pictures might look to them, and they're like, why... Yeah why did you send me this formula? It's not accurate because it doesn't look like how it looks on my computer screen. And I'm like, well, it's it's not gonna look like how it looks right. on your computer screen because you're dyeing a sweater and that is different from a computer screen.
1: Right, well, and yeah, I mean, that was always an interesting thing when I was working at Lulu of people coming up to me with leggings, like two different mm-hmm. pairs of leggings and be like, are these both black? I'm like, yes. And they're like, but why do they look different? And you're like, well, right. the fabric is different. So it like it just settles differently, you know, whatever.
2: Yeah. Or absorbs well, it. And People have everybody has like, not only do we see colors differently, everybody defines colors differently. So like mm-hmm. somebody might look at a black pair of leggings, and be like, No, this is dark gray. If it were black, yep. I wouldn't be able to see it, I guess. You know, or it's like Yeah, okay, well, sure. Sorry
1: weird, wild. I'm turning my camera off. Don't be alarmed. Uh Um, Ben just has to change quickly. But I think, I think we went through all of our questions. Do you think we're all caught up? I think we might be all caught up. Um, Anthony, Anthony, Andy, um, can you tell the people where to find you and where to listen to your podcast?
2: Uh yes. Um you can find me at not so handy andy on Instagram and Twitter. Um and you can find odd trilogies at odd trilogies on Instagram and at underscore or at odd underscore trilogies on Twitter. We couldn't we couldn't nab that for Twitter, unfortunately. Um and then we post on we post our podcast on Spotify, Apple Music, and or yeah, Apple Podcasts, uh, Overcast, Casto's, and Google Podcasts. So, Odd Trilogies mm-hmm. with Logan and Andy is the full title of the show.
0: Very nice. Well, thank you for actually knowing all of your information. I never, never <laughs> got it all the way down. So I'm very impressed that you've got it down so well. It's Especially when we're not all the same. Mm-mm. Impossible. yeah yeah the
2: the <laughs> underscore throws me off sometimes yeah
1: yeah sure. makes sense all right well thanks for joining us andy yeah, thanks,
0: thanks for, for having me
2: i i uh i kept feeling bad because it would be like uh, you know maddie and i would be talking or hannah and i would be talking and the other person was left out and my podcast host instinct was to be like oh let's ask them a question And I'm like, that's not why I'm here. No, that's
0: the the way the triangle goes. No, 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 (laughs) no, it works out. Hey, hey everybody. Hey, thanks for listening to the episode. Welcome to the
1: outro. Welcome to the outro. Yeah, it's good to have you all here. Uh, If you made it this far, congratulations. Uh, If you didn't make it this far, we're disappointed in you. Uh what do we have coming down the pipeline, Hannah?
0: I'm not sure, Maddie, but as per usual, we've got catch-up only Wednesday nights, 8 p.m. Central, 6 p.m. Pacific. Back. Sunday school stream on Sundays mm-hmm. at 11 a.m. Central and 9 a.m. Pacific. Mm-hmm. Those are both streaming on Twitch. Just follow us, set up the notifications, and then whenever we go live, you can just click a click in. bingo bingo baby it's easy easy peasy um
1: yeah follow us on social media you never know what's you never know what's gonna happen you know what i mean like maybe we'll start being like taylor swift and releasing easter eggs i think we have to have a following first
0: i would love to get like a nice webbed out map of like the next 15 years of the business and just where we're going to plant Easter eggs.
1: You know, let's do it. Why not? Why not?
0: Give the people what they want. Emma thinks we're delusional enough. You know what I mean? We might as well just keep going. Listen. Being self-deprecating is out. We are
1: fully delusional these days. Exactly. That's the only way to live life. 100%. Well, on that note. On that note, I guess I'll see you later. Okay, I'll see you next time. Are we all caught up?
0: I think we're all caught up?